Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Jake. And I'm Shannon. And I'm just going to let everyone know. <laughs> we'll start coughing again. All right, I'm just going to keep that in. Hey everybody, I'm very sick. Um, I keep coughing and it's. I feel like I'm dying and I I wish it would just hurry up and happen. Oh, no. um, so. And I was sick last time too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. we're going back and forth. Uh, <laughs> the entire Hey Jake and Josh Industries family of podcasts is, is going through a rough time right now. Uh, so Shannon, I... I I edited it earlier this week, and I cannot remember a single thing that happened on last episode. So previously on Kingdom Smarts, uh, we did we finished Halloween Town and did Neverland, right? Yes. So we finally got to visually see Kyrie, and Sora's the best, oh, Riku's the worst. Yeah, oh that punk ass, and then and Sora's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna save her because anything you put your mind to, you can do. Yep. Oh, she's the best. What a good boy. And I only made it through that scene because I was also sick, and I knew if I started crying that everything, the floodgates would be open, so I had to, <laughs> I had to keep it together. <laughs> oh, is that going to happen this time, you think? No, it... we're doing boring shit today. Okay, sweet. What a, oh man, what a good uh, commercial. What a, little, a nice little amuse-bouche <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> I mean, I could try a line. No, a hundred acres woods is great. It's just a lot of mini games. Uh all right, well, let me uh, let me pull up the timer here. Are you ready, Shannon? Yep. Your time begins now. All right. Uh, I think I left off where we were in Traverse Town, and we had just eavesdropped on Kyrie's grandmother telling her about how the world was made. And I'm pretty sure even my sick brain got through that. All right, so I'll try to not do that again. Yeah, it was. Um, it was like it, the world was all light, and then everyone got greedy, and so it became dark. Yeah. Did I get to where the world was reborn thanks to the light in the heart of children? Uh, hearts of children, yes. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, and then after that, Sora just kind of snaps too, and he's just kind of like, oh, well, that was weird. But Sid finished putting the Navi G in our gummy ships, so now I don't have to worry about that anymore, and I can leave. But, well, we're here in Traverse Town, because after this, we're going to go straight to Hollow Bastion, and that's basically the beginning of the end of the game. So we're going to catch up in Traverse Town with some of the extra stuff. Okay, sweet. Since I got it right here, I'll start with the Dalmatians. Once you get all 99 of them, you go back to Pongo and Perita, and they give you a present. And But first, there's like a really cute little cutscene where you get to see the house, and it's just full of all the puppies. And Sora's oh, nice. just standing in the middle of it, just like, oh god, that's a lot of dogs. There's so many pups. Um, for a second, I was like, I think you mean 101, but I was like, no, idiot, don't correct her. It's it's the fucking mom and dad dog are there. You already have those ones. Don't worry, I, I always do the same thing, too. Where I'm just like, why is it only 99? No, thought, there's two dogs. Don't do thought, it. Did you miss two? I don't know what happened. No, no. From them, you get a present where you just basically get just a bunch of shit. But most importantly, you get to upgrade one of your magic, which is Aerio, to Aerioaga, which is its final form. Yeah. And it's basically the best magic you can have in the game because it's just a defense. Like you just create, you create like a little vacuum of wind around you, and when it's at the third level, it just lasts really longer and defends a lot of attacks. Oh, nice! Which I'm sure, based on how much I say all these boss fights are terrible, it's very useful. Very helpful. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely one of those like you can't get it until you're near done with the game. Sure. And you can only get it if you get all the puppies. And then you also get Oricolium, which is like a really rare synthesis material, which if you're getting to the Ultima weapon, you need all of them. And so anywhere so you, you can get those, you need them. I, you said Oricolium. Oricolium? Oricolium? 
I think that's the right way. I think there's it sounds like there. it sounds like that new Pokemon that has different dancing forms, <laughs> which is the first thing I thought of. Yeah, I could see that. It's not as cute though. There's no like cheerleader form of this. There's no pom pom form. No, <laughs> that's my favorite one. And then, um, then you just get a bunch of other like gummy stuff. In the original that wasn't the final mix, you got basically anything you had that was a gummy piece was like maxed out. Okay. But in the final mix, since there's more stuff, they're just like, we're not gonna like give you everything since like yeah. this game's giving you more stuff, but you still get a shit ton of everything. Yeah. <laughs> so we collected so many puppies. Yeah. And then that's it for Dalmatians. You are done finding those guys in weird boxes throughout the world. Just stuffed into treasure chests all over the world. <laughs> there's even some in Atlantica, which is really upsetting. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> and there's actually one that's like right next to one of the boss fights in Hollow Bastion. And it's another case of if you don't get it right before the boss fight, you don't get it. Oh, you don't get, get it. it. Yeah. That sucks. So it's just one of those, whenever I'm in Hollow Bastion, I'm like, don't forget it, don't forget it, don't forget it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, please don't leave two puppies out in the wild by themselves. Just in a terrible world where there's nothing but monsters. Oh no. And then after that, we get to do 100 Acre Woods, which is the Winnie the Pooh book that I think I mentioned last time we were in Traverse Town. That we've got it's another thing where you got to go around and collect the pages. So once you have yeah. all the pages, you can go back and just each page is a new area of the world and it's a new mini game. Okay. And it's no secret I don't I don't like this. This is no, the it, worst. I feel like uh, I feel like I've heard quite a few things about this particular world and how fun it is. It's just like even when I was taking the notes, I, like I just watched a guy play it for an hour, and the whole time I was just like, "Ugh, I hate this." <laughs> but yeah, I know there's people out there that like this world and like Winnie the Pooh. That's fine. I just you're not the one doing this. Yeah, you, yeah, it's fine for you. you. If you like it, that's cool. But yeah. you know, I just don't like Winnie the Pooh, and none of these mini games are particularly fun so just what are what are some of the things you have to do for the mini games uh let's see the first one you go to is you get to unlock Pooh's house which is where you meet owl and Pooh's just being sad because he ate all of his honey um and then i think oh yeah that's just a stupid one where it's owl it's just like hey you should find all these pages and if you did it all at the same time you're like dude i'm already there just get out of my way (laughs) get out of my way owl but the first mini game you get to do is at the honey tree where it's again uh, Pooh ate all of his honey, so he needs more, but you, f- you get to find Piglet, because his whole thing is that since all the pages disappeared, he lost all of his friends. So when you get the honey tree, you get to find Piglet, and Piglet is basically saying that he's trying to find Pooh because he needs to give him a balloon. So then you give Winnie the Pooh the balloon, and he ties it, it's like the famous thing where he ties it around himself and he floats up to go get the honey. Yeah. So the first mini game is while Pooh's floating around to get honey, you just get to jump up this tree and like swat away bees. Okay, so no one pops a balloon. Yeah. And it's just one of those, like, it's very much just, like, jump to stay on there, and then you have to, like, jump and hit the bees, and then try to not fall down off the tree. And guess what you do every single time? Fall off that goddamn tree. tree. <laughs> it sounds fun on paper. Yeah. Like, it, it's a cute idea, but then you actually do it, and you're just like, this is, this is terrible, because uh, then, like, it will pop the balloon and poo will fall down. Like, you have a certain amount of time. Like, it's yeah. not like, if he gets popped, it, it's over. So you have, like, a minute, and it's basically just going to be you falling off the tree, then Pooh falling off the tree, and then you watching Pooh get back up, then you jumping back up to hit the bees. Do you, Can you not progress to the next page unless you beat each minigame? Um, I honestly can't remember, but I feel like when you finish it, they're just like, oh, you finished it. So it doesn't matter? You just have to do it? Yeah. 
That sucks. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me of this game that I own because uh, Josh and I did a bunch of Let's Plays. We're on hiatus for that right now. Um, but we did this one called uh, 30 Great Games. That's the actual name of the game. Uh, it's 30 mini games, and one of them is just jumping on clouds, and it fucking sucks. And that reminds me a lot of this Swat and Bees game. Yeah. Yeah, that's out. This one's, I think this one is my least favorite. Just because I hate jumping in video games. I'm very bad at platforming. Like, I know it's the easiest thing you can do in a video game. I'm somehow very bad at it. You gotta time it. You gotta figure out where you're going. I get it. Yeah, so, like, I start this game by falling off the tree, and I'm just like, ah, fuck it. You're not getting honey, dude. (laughs) Why don't you just eat berries like a regular bear? (laughs) But the good news is doing all this, you get, like, mithril shards and nature sparks, which are items that you need to go do synthesis in the way that getting the, um ultimate weapon works is that you have to synthesize everything in the list before you can even get to the ultimate weapon. So you you have to burn a bunch of material for stuff that you probably don't want, but it's all really good stuff anyways. But like you have to burn through a list before you can even get to the item that you need to make. That's that sounds bad. It's it's a lot. That sounds like a lot to do. It's very exhausting. Not that I've ever done it, but I've watched David do it and I got tired. Oh, no, no, please. But in good news, the ultimate weapon fucking rules, so it's fine. Well, at least it's worth it then. Yeah. And then the next page you get is for Rabbit's House, which this minigame is a bit more fun, but this minigame just also shows why I don't like Winnie the Pooh, because everyone's kind of selfish assholes. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's just one of those, like, you get to find Rabbit's House, so you go in and Pooh basically breaks into Rabbit's House, and Rabbit's just like, hey, please don't eat all my food, and Winnie the Pooh's like, well, I'm here. So I'm going to eat all your honey. So he eats all Rabbit's honey and Rabbit's just like, as I hid that so you wouldn't eat it. And you found it and you ate it anyways. That's great. That's fine. Well, it and, is fine. And then Winnie, tri- Winnie the Pooh tries to leave outside of, out through like the back rabbit hole and gets stuck. He gets stuck. Yeah, yeah. Every time. And then Rabbit's just like, great. Now you're stuck in my house. God damn it. Now I just have Winnie the Pooh's ass in my house. This is great. I'm having a great time. Yeah. So then he's just like, all right, I'll go make some carrot juice. And then we can get him up, he'll slip him down and we'll get him unstuck. So then he goes outside and Tigger shows up and Tigger just starts, he's like, well, my bouncing grounds disappeared, so I'm going to jump on your garden. That's terrible. <laughs> Everyone in Winnie the Pooh is terrible. Yeah, they're all very mean. So then he just starts jumping on rabbit shit and Rabbit's just like, well, great, I can't make carrot juice if this asshole ruins my garden. Hey, Sora, can you please help me? So this mini game is you have to just like run around the garden and stop Tigger from jumping on shit. So, like, you have to, like, bounce them off your head, and, like, you have to watch it. Like, I think he if he jumps on something twice, it's gone. So, like, if he lands on something once, you have to, like, watch out, or else it's gone forever if Ugh. he jumps on it again. But, yeah, it's just basically protect a man's, like, garden from just property damage. From his terrible, terrible neighbors. Yeah. You should just take out your keyblade and hit him a couple times and be like, stop it. Nope. Stop doing that. I wish I could, because I'm just like, dude, like, you're the one character, well, you and E are the only characters I like, and even you're not that great right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't remember, I, I remember enjoying Winnie the Pooh, but I could not tell you, like, who my favorite is, because I didn't like Eeyore, because he's a bummer, I didn't like Tigger, because he seems like a lot to deal with, and, like, Rabbit is just a neurotic mess. I guess Piglet, maybe? But he's kind of a wuss, so I don't know. I think I liked Eeyore because Eeyore's the only one that seems to realize what's going around. He's just like, I just, you're all terrible. And yeah, I'm stuck That's why here. he's depressed, is because yeah. he can see the truth. <laughs> Poor guy. 
But yeah, so that's the whole mini game is just protect rabbit shit from his terrible neighbor. And then once you get enough carrots, you can make the carrot juice and push Winnie the Pooh out of the hole. Ugh. So he can go assault someone else and take all their stuff. Yeah, go rob somebody else that you like. <laughs> go rob another one of your friends, you asshole. <laughs> and then another one you get is another page is Wood Hill, which is this is where we find Eeyore. Winnie and Piglet are just standing on a bridge, just watching Eeyore float in a river. And Eeyore's just like, it's fine. I belong here. Just leave me. It's great. I'll be fine. And Pooh's just like, I guess we should do something about him. So then you have to jump in the river and save Eeyore real quick. But then he finds out that his tail is gone. So, so then the, find his tail. Yeah. So you're like, oh, well, let's get somewhere high so we can find it. And there's like a little hill with a swing on it. So the mini game is you go up to the hill and have to like push Winnie the Pooh off the swing as hard as like far as you can. Okay. So he can see the tail? Like I guess. is this so he can get his kicks? I don't know. Sounds like a pretty bad area of the game. Hey yeah. Kingdom Hearts, I think you messed up once pretty big uh thing and that's just this whole world. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. But uh the worst part is you have to get Winnie to follow you up to the hill first. So you have to like lock onto him and like walk with him. Which, you know, Sora is a full-grown man instead of a tiny bear, and yep. he has eight feet of feet. So, like, yep. I move very fast, and Winnie the Pooh does not, and you have to, like, stay with him so he doesn't get distracted and just eat honey. <laughs> so you gotta walk very Yeah, slowly. so you have to, like, babysit this bear and just, like, waddle oh. with it up to a hill, and then you gotta push him off a swing. Sounds terrible. Fuck a Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> but if you push him high enough, he'll land on, like, a little wood house that I think Eeyore was building or something, but then you find the tail in there. So then Eeyore is happy Does that he, he has like, his tail back. Does he, like, destroy the house, too, while he's at it? Yep. Jesus. But yeah, so you crush someone's house, but you find their tail. <laughs> yeah, I got your tail. Sorry about your house. Uh, see you later. Let's go ruin Kanga and Rue's life now. <laughs> yeah, they are next. Oh, are they? Yeah. They're the other two I remembered. But um, when you defeat this, you get um another magic, which is you get to put your stop to stopra, which is like the mid form. Yeah. So that's cool. That's a useful spell. It's just you freeze people in time. Oh, nice. And yeah, then another one is you get to go to the bouncing spot. This one's kind of fun, but also kind of frustrating. But this is where you find Rue. And it's just like a little area with like a bunch of shit in it that like Rue and Tigger bounce around. There's like, oh, Sora, you can come bounce with us. And you get to do like uh, Simon Says, where they'll like bounce a certain way. Then you have to follow them. Okay. So... And um, then I think they do another thing where there's, like, a big pot and Tigger goes in it and, like, throws acorns at you and you have to, like, bounce them back to him. I don't know what it has to do with bouncing. Well, yeah, that sounds totally on, on brand. This is very thematic, I guess. Yeah. I don't Tigger's know. Tigger's like, I'm going to throw some acorns at you like a bouncing does. That's, a, that's how a Tigger do. I, guess, I mean, I guess he's bouncing up to throw them at you. Uh, I mean... You're playing Calvin Ball at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just like, hey, kid, come over here so we can just, like, beat the shit out of you. Yeah. We'll say it's a game so you don't feel bad. Yeah, fucking Squall said it was great, so we want to try it. <laughs> we want to give someone a concussion, too. Yeah. But um, a good part about this area is uh, once you're done doing all this shit, there's just a bunch of items laying around, so you can get a bunch of rare items for synthesis, or there's... um little rare nuts everywhere that you can like jump up to like little high spots and find them then go to owl and he'll give you like uh items that are pretty hard to find like there's items in the game that you can only use from the pause menu like um 
power up, defense up, and AP ups, which they'll up your power, your defense, or your AP. Okay. And Makes sense. Get, yeah, you get a bunch of those from here, so okay. that's nice. And I think you get another Oracolium or whatever they're called. So if you're doing um, the ultimate weapon, you have to do Winnie the Pooh. Ah, well, I guess if you want to eat dessert, you yep. got to go through all your terrible, terrible, shitty, selfish vegetables first. Yep. And then um, the last page is called A Muddy Path. And you get to go in this little world. It's like there's like a tr- there's like a big tree and like a bunch of grass and like a little a bunch of little areas. But the main area is just like this little muddy path that's like in a circle. And Winnie okay. the Pooh is just like walking in a circle, staring at his own fo- footsteps. So you ask him what's up. He's like, "Oh, I lost all my friends, and I'm trying to find them. I have their footsteps right here. So I'm gonna find them like in no time." And Sora's just like, "I don't have the heart to tell you. I'll just help you find your friends." <laughs> <laughs> so then this one's another one where you have to lock onto Winnie the Pooh and make him follow you while you go find all of his lost friends for him again. Oh, didn't you just do that's not the rest of it yeah, though? Now they're all lost in like one spot. And by okay. lost I mean they're just like we were all walking together and like I looked away for a second, and now I'm in a tree. This... And you're like, I just you guys you deserve to be here. Yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna say like we were walking together, but Pooh is so goddamn slow. He just <laughs> fell behind and landed in some mud and kept walking in circles. That's, that's basically what it seems. But, uh, yeah. So you have to go lead Pooh around, and it's, again, another pain in the ass, because there's, like, one area where you have to go up, you have to, like, jump up onto something. As Sora, like, you're like, oh, I jump up everything all day, every day. It's fine. Yeah. But then, like, Winnie the Pooh, you have to, like, lock onto him. He has to grab a flower, and then, like, he'll float up, and then he'll stop, and then he'll just, like, also keep walking, so you have to, like, jump up and stay ahead of him and be like, all right, just... Please fucking follow me. And oh god, it's the worst. But then you eventually find everyone one by one, and then you get an XP ring for it, which is an item you equip, and I think it makes you get more XP. That sounds right. I didn't write that part down. I'll trust you. Yeah. That sounds good. And then that's the that's it. And then like everyone just kind of sits up on a hill together talking about like how happy they are that they all found each other and that and Sora mentions, like, well, I have to go now because I also have to go find all of my friends. And they're not, like, in a book where it's super easy to find them. Yeah, they're not just stuck in a tree or whatever. Yeah. But then everyone's just like, oh, well, you're always welcome back to 100 Acre Woods. And Sora's just like, yeah. Like, this part's cute because I was like, oh, you're all friends. But then I'm just like, oh, get out of here, Sora. Getting here was not worth it. Sora. Go find your own shitty friend. <laughs> yeah. And then you leave, and the keyhole is on the book cover, so when you get out of the book, you lock the world, and then you are done with Winnie the Pooh world, and you don't have to fucking ever touch it again. Put the book on a bookshelf, you never look at it ever again. <laughs> Until Kingdom Hearts 2, and oh, they no. fucking lose all the pages again, and you gotta go do it. <laughs> what a cool mechanic that they figured out for this part of the game. I think it's also in Chain of Memories, but since I didn't actually play the game, I don't know. I didn't see those cutscenes, so I don't <laughs> care. And then after that, we have the Ansem reports, which, like the torn pages, you've been collecting the whole time. I'm very excited about these because this, like, the second thing anyone ever said when we announced this show was like, "I can't wait for you to explain Ansem." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I don't know what that word is, so like, cool." He's not. Uh, he's not that hard to explain. I, I, don't, I here's the thing, and I don't know who said that, so I can't. I'm not gonna like put yeah. anyone on blast, but like, I feel like there's some parts of this game that you're like. Oh, yes, that's very confusing. And other parts are like, oh, this is kind of confusing, but not as confusing as you think it is. 
I feel like this might be one because there's literally just a bunch of pages that you can read. Yeah, it's going to get weird eventually, but right now it's not going to be weird. Okay. Except for all the shit that I'm about to read that this dude was doing to people. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um. Let's see. The first one that you find, it's basically just this handsome dude just be like, oh, I run this city and I know everything, but... I just keep wondering about darkness in people's heart because I believe that there's darkness in everyone's heart and I'm just wondering where it's from. I feel like right away, I feel like this is a bad guy because only bad guys think like that. It's not going to get better. Okay, good, good. Cool, cool, cool. In fact, number two, he's just like, all right, I have a bunch of experiments I want to do. The first one is extract darkness from a heart. The second one's cultivate darkness in a pure heart. The third one suppress and amplify darkness in that heart. Well, let's let's go back to his thesis statement. If there's already darkness in everybody, how can you find a pure heart, idiot? <laughs> Ansem. Checkmate. <laughs> got him. You got him. <laughs> All right. And then he's just the rest of it's just basically like, wow, I fucked with people's heart and their heart disappeared and they turned into this little monster. That's weird. Okay. Did did he make the heartless? Uh, that's what it's starting to look like. Or I don't know if he mentions if he's seen them before. Let me look back at one. Also, just for everyone else to know, I'm using one of my wedding books right now to read the answer reports yeah. because that's just how fucking cool I am. The easiest she said before we started recording, the easiest way to, for her to get a hold of the answer reports is to grab her wedding registry. It was not not registry. Your it's on my it, guest book. Your guest book, yeah, yeah, because it's a Jiminy's journal. Yeah, that's. Great. <laughs> this costs a lot of money. <laughs> but, well, um... It, it looks awesome from here, so... Thank you. Yeah, it doesn't look like... It looks like when he steal, accidentally steals those people's hearts, that that's the first time that he sees the heartless. Because he's mm. very confused about who they are and what they are. So now he wants to find out what they are. Okay. But yeah, he definitely just experimented on a bunch of people and made people lose their hearts and created the heartless. Okay. So. We don't, I, and again, this might be like future spoiler stuff. We don't know that like this is the first instance, though, do we? We don't. Okay, so like maybe but. he just it's a it's a parallel phenomenon situation yeah. where he just. So I will say there are games that are prequels. So okay, <laughs> so, huh? Is what um what town is he from? Was Hollow Bastion? Hollow Bastion. Okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, he also mentions that whenever he creates a heartless, he kind of just shoves it under the castle. Well, okay, that's probably not great for the castle. I I would assume. So this dude's basically murdering a bunch of people, then hiding their weird monster just, bodies under yeah, like, like floorboards. That's hey, Ansem. That sucks. That's really shitty behavior, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna take yeah. a stand, and I'm gonna say Ansem is bad. He's not a good guy. Well, we got eleven more of these, so he's gonna. <laughs> okay. That was only number two. <laughs> number two is, oops, their heart's gone and they're monsters? Where do you go from there? <laughs> well, number three is he names the heartless. And uh, this is when he basically starts wondering. He's just like, what are they? Like, are they the leftovers of these people that lost their hearts? Or are they incarnations of darkness? Or are they darkness from people's hearts? This sounds like this is like the second thing. Who wait? Who's who's the creator of Kingdom Hearts again? Uh, Tetsuya Nomura. Nomura. I thought of every other end name I could think of except for Nomura. It sounds like this is like the second thing he thought up, and he was like, "Oh yeah, 
this is gonna this is gonna get them. This is where they're gonna be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, there is cool stuff in some of these. They actually do hint at stuff that happens in Kingdom Hearts too. Okay. So he definitely at least planned ahead as much as it sometimes seems like he didn't. Yeah. And then number four, he's talking about, he's like, oh, they're all multiplying downstairs. Oops. <laughs> and this is where um, he says, by the words in this, he says, I give them living and dead samples and they only respond to the living. So I don't know what those samples are, but I can just imagine that they're people. Yeah, probably. Wait, well, hmm. That's so vague. Why? Yeah. Hey, you're a scientist. Write down the whole thing. Yeah, but this also like crazy. It's also for a kids game. Mm, yeah. All right. You're right. Well, I guess young adult. Yeah, this is for uh, teens. Yeah, but yeah. So then he's like, yeah, they only respond to the living, and they take they definitely take people's hearts, and then those people disappear, and those hearts turn into the heartless themselves. Hmm. And then he mentions he's like, yeah, and like. Like, they don't have emotions, but they're definitely not stupid. Like, they communicate, and they are they can, like, clearly think and do things for themselves. So they're not, like, a mindless force. They can think and do their own stuff. I'm, okay, keep going. I'm, I'm trying to put all this shit together. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to see where this is leading. Uh, then he mentions that, like, the Heartless are just kind of, like, wandering around in the castle. And he follows one of them because its antenna starts, like, moving and it starts going another direction. So he's just like, oh, I'm going to see where you go. And he finds a mysterious door that he mentions uh. isn't locked. So he opens it and he, he, I don't think he says what he sees. Oh, yeah. And he just says, what I saw on the other side mystified me. And then he wonders what that energy was. And then that night he sees a meteor shower. He's kind of like, oops. Mm-hmm. That's also how Kyrie got to to regular world. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Starting to see the threads. <laughs> and then number six, he's just talking about that. Uh, yeah, he's just talking about like the energy behind the door. And he's just wondering if that's what the Heartless are looking for since the Heartless went and found that door. Okay. And then, um, let's see. They feed on other hearts, so they yearn for that energy core. So then he just kind of thinks that, like, hey, maybe what's beyond this door is also a different kind of heart since they seem to only go after hearts. And that's where he starts thinking that maybe this is the heart of the world and that they can take the hearts of worlds and wondering what they do with that. Huh. And then, okay, so if he... Is he going to try and make this world heartless? Is that what how this goes? Is that what how Hollow Bastion ends up the way it does? We'll have to find out. Okay, keep going then. <laughs> Alright, uh, Seven is... Basically, he's just talk- he uh, gathers a bunch of materials from the meteor shower and basically finds gummy pieces. Okay. So then he's just talking about like what gummy pieces are, and that he's just like, oh, since these came from space, maybe I can use these in space. Maybe I can use this material to travel to other worlds and find out more about like all this darkness stuff. Okay. Which is basically, but then he's kind of talking about how he doesn't have enough, so he's just like, oh, I'm just like a prisoner of this world. Whatever, it's fine. I'll, I'll just stay here and die, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, eight is where he's talking about. He's just talking more about how he's curious about the Heartless and how they're related to people's hearts. And that he just basically wants to study the heart, which again, in Kingdom Hearts, it's more like a soul. Which right, I feel like yeah. it's just a Japanese thing because it happens in a bunch of anime too. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's translation is, is closer to soul because I've, I've heard that a bunch of different places too. But uh, then he also mentions that um, now he wants to try and create his own heart. To see if he can do anything, and then he just creates his own Heartless. 
Okay. And it's just like, oh, cool, I can make these. To tell them apart from the ones that are created naturally, I'll mark them. Okay, so those ones have the little heartless symbol on it. Yeah, so the heartless that have the heartless symbol are made, and the ones that don't are natural. So throughout the game, have we been seeing both kinds? Uh, Yes, but you see much more of the ones with a symbol on it than you do of the ones without. Okay, so he's he's been fucking busy then, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think basically like the only natural ones that we've seen right now are shadows and like the big dark side guys. Okay. And I think we'll see like a few more, but they're definitely outnumbered by the uh, artificial heartless. Yeah, because in the last in the last couple of uh, visual companions, Jimmy's journals that you do on the uh, on the the Twitter have like I, I've definitely noticed pretty much all of them had the the heartless symbol on them. Yeah. So uh, this dude's busy. What a bum. And then, let's see, this is nine. This he's talking about, he's like, I had a guest from another world. He's a king, and he has a gummy ship. He also huh. has this weird thing called a keyblade. He's a king, and he's got a keyblade and a gummy ship. It's, this is Mickey. It doesn't say. It's gotta be Mickey. <laughs> but then he's just talking about, now he's curious about the keyblade. And he's talking about, like, all the different legends. And it says, like, one saved the world, while the other brought chaos and ruin. And he's like, I just want to know what this keyblade is, because it's a key that opens doors. I wonder if this has to do with that door I opened. Okay. And then let's see, number 10. What's he talking about in 10? Oh yeah, 10 is where he's talking about that um, pe- that he's like, alright, so people have hearts and the worlds have hearts. So all these stars are clearly worlds that all have hearts. So there's just hearts everywhere, which I wonder if that means if the heartless are everywhere. Okay. Because like, darkness exists in everyone's hearts, so clearly they can exist anywhere, and they're trying to find a greater heart since they're going after the hearts of worlds. What's this greater heart that they're going after? What is this kingdom heart? <laughs> Maybe. And then he talks about how he is going to seek out the Keyblade and the princesses, and then he's like, but my body is too frail for this journey, and if I have to do this, I will cast it off and... Just go into the darkness. Okay, well, that's a radical step, I would say. But also, where, how the fuck do you learn about princesses, too? Where, how did that come into play? Was it Mickey? Or, or sorry, was it the king? Just like, hey, all these princesses also sorry, were. This one's weird. Are you, you're still muted, I think. I accidentally muted myself. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're being very quiet. I'm sorry I'm taking so long. <laughs> it's okay, I was just talking. I didn't even realize it. I, uh, I I asked, how the fuck does he know about princesses? Well, it's on, um, what was it, nine, he mentions that he talked to the king for countless hours. Okay, so fucking Mickey spilled the beans. Yeah, way to way go, to Mickey. Go, Mickey. <laughs> fucking asshole. Nine, or eleven. I know how to read Roman numerals. Oh yeah, he's talking about, like, uh, the shooting stars and how, like, once you open the door to the world's heart, that the world starts to fall apart. And that's why it turns into fragments and that you keep seeing shooting stars because that's the sign that a world's falling apart. That's a bummer. Uh, I'm trying to mute my coughing so Shannon doesn't have to listen to it and then I'll edit (laughs) it out so you don't have to listen to it. But boy, is it uh, coming back. It's been fine for most of the episode. (laughs) Here it is. But yeah, then he's talking about how he basically wants to go from world to world and find all these doors and get the hearts of all the worlds. Okay. And that he's like, yeah, because they can be unlocked. They can be locked using a keyblade, which will make it uh, you'll make you unable to get that heart. So I have to do this before a keyblade wielder shows up 
to these worlds and closes it from it. And ruins it by saving everybody. The last bit of this one is that he's talking about that the princesses and the Keyblade are connected. So if he gets a princess, he should be able to find the Keyblade using her. And then he okay. says that he's chosen a girl. And he doesn't know if she has a princess power, but he'll find out. She may lead me to the key bearer. I shall set her free and observe. Oh shit, that's Kyrie. Kyrie's from Hollow Bastion, isn't she? Oh, I, I, I'm on to it. I'm, I, that, that is time. But I'm seeing, I'm starting to see the pieces now. <laughs> there's two more pages left, but those will be quick. Okay, of the of the answer reports. Yeah, there's Got 13 it. pages, and I think I just got to 11. Okay, just just do them now while we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're breaking the rules, guys. Yeah. Just so next time we just go straight to Hollow Bastion and get to the good stuff because yeah. um, I started taking more notes for Hollow Bastion and I immediately started crying because Hollow Bastion is where shit gets real. Okay. <laughs> Great. It's gonna be uh, next episode is gonna be real fun. But first, we have to do some book reports. <laughs> uh, twelve. He's basically talking about that he got rid of his heart. Okay. Or no. Not his heart, someone else. It just says, the body is gone, the heart should have returned to the heartless, and yet nothing. This one is unlike any other. Its memories remain, and it has yet to take the form of a heartless. A close eye must be kept on a situation much is still unknown. Okay. I actually don't know who he's talking about. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Did I... Shannon, you learned something on Kingdom Smarts. Like, every once in a while, I learned something new about Kingdom Hearts, and I lose my mind. And so, as, as soon as we're done recording, you're going to run downstairs and be like, David, we have to put another pin in the board. <laughs> Trying to think who this is talking about. Oh, I know who this is talking about. Is it Kyra's mom? It's, it's going to be, I think it's someone that we're not going to meet for a while. All right, but then he's talking about, he's like, oh, so there's a realm of darkness. You have to go through the doors of Kingdom Hearts, and that's where all the hearts connect. And he's like, and beyond this is where all the darkness is, and how there's so uh, many worlds, and the world that we live, there's the world that we live in now, which is light, and then there's the realm of darkness, and then the world in between, and he's just wondering, like, which world's actually the best world? Where's Nirvana? Oh, probably the one with the light, I would guess. <laughs> the one with all the monsters that attack you, that's probably the cool world. No, Ansem? <laughs> Dummy? And then um, answer report 13, he's just talking about that when you when the body disappears after the heart's taken, where does that body go? Is it dead? And then basically he's like, and when the heart goes back to, because uh, when the heart goes to the heartless, the physical body disappears. I think right. I mentioned that with, um, there's a scene in Travers Town where a guy loses his heart and then his body fades away. Yeah. It's, so, and I like that it's not just like, it's oh, because video game limitations, we're not going to keep a bunch of bodies around. It's like, no, 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 we're, we'll build this into the story. <laughs> yeah, so he's just wondering, he's like, so where do those bodies go? Does that body exist in another one of these worlds? Because it's, it's not darkness and it's not light, because it's not, the heartless are darkness and we're light. So where does this body go? Because it's just a shell of its formal, former self. And he's just so, like, so it doesn't exist, but it's not dead. So I'm just going to call this a nobody. Okay. Which we'll learn more about in Chain of Memories. Okay. So this Ansem guy seems like a real peach. What a quality dude this Ansem guy is. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we learned a lot today. Yep. I'm, I feel like I started seeing why this game series can get you, can fucking trap you. And, <laughs> and this is just stuff that like you read. This isn't stuff that you find out naturally in the game. Yeah. This is like secrets that you have to like hunt for. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Like, I think the first time I played Kingdom Hearts, I didn't read any of those. So I was like, oh, this is cool. 
some stuff doesn't make sense. And then, like, the second time I played it, I actually read them all, and I was like, oh, shit, everything makes sense. <laughs> and since that was also before, like, Chain of Memories was out, so I was like, what's a nobody? Am I gonna see this? How am I gonna see this? Yeah, that's like a little, like, a little teaser for the, the next one. Man, okay, let, let's go into this. Uh, well, let's, let's wrap up. Um, Shannon, what can we expect next time on Kingdom Smarts? Next time, we are going to Hollow Bastion after Riku. Okay. Can track that little shit down. Yep. And there's going to be a lot of cool stuff that happens. Okay, sweet. Uh, well, if you want to talk to us online, if you want to talk about these sweet theories, uh, we are at Kingdom Smarties. Um, also, you probably, uh, most of you probably already know. You probably already know what's going on. I'm the only <laughs> idiot in the room, but that's fine. Um, yeah, we're at, we're on Twitter at Kingdom Smarties. Shannon does a visual companion for every episode there. The last one had two, essentially, because uh, she you you put them up when we finished the world, and we had a tiny bit of Halloween Town left. Yeah. Also, once we do this episode, I'll just do Winnie the Pooh, so then when I get to Hollow Bastion episodes, I can stay more on track. Okay. Uh, sounds, sounds good. Uh, so... We, you can email us at kingdomsmartspodcast at gmail.com. We've got a couple emails. Um, maybe after we finish Kingdom Hearts 1, we'll go over some of them. Well, we're getting close. Sounds like we're getting pretty close. Also, we're on like iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. If you want to leave us any ratings and reviews, uh, that would be awesome. It helps people find the show and, and bumps up the algorithm profile or whatever. And it makes it more some visible. math. It does some math, some secret forbidden math that we can't know about, and that lets people see it and find the show. So uh, we really appreciate that. I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. And I'm on Twitter at Shannon Manor. I've been Jake. And I've been Shannon. And that's been Kingdom Hearts. I still haven't cried. Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Jake. And I'm Shannon. <laughs> Starting already, I know. <laughs> we almost made it. Oh god. Are you ready, Shannon? Yep. Your time <coughs> begins. No. no, not you. Oh no. Alright, yes.